This is the first podcast of the Crack On group. We have Haley, Aditi, Anna, and Eli. We are reading The Girl in the Blue Coat by Monica Hess. I will now pass it off to my co-host of the Crack On podcast, Aditi. Okay, so basically The Girl in the Blue Coat is about um, a young girl named Hanake, and she is living in um, Amsterdam in 1943, and she sells black market goods to her wealthy customers. So, Hanake graduated high school, but, but she didn't go to college, and later on in the book, she did mention why. And she got a job at a funeral home. And while she was working the job, her boss had offered her to become a black market worker. Why did it get so quiet? Okay. (laughs) And as a person who works on the black market, she would sell and deliver illegal goods such as cigarettes, makeup, lipstick, lotion, And yeah. <laughs> on her way during like on her way to her deliveries, she got stopped by a soldier. A German soldier. And she had to <laughs> stop. And she had to <laughs> like flirt her way out of it. Um to distract the soldier. Yeah, to, to distract them from like not from what was in her basket. Which were the black market goods. You find out during this encounter with the German soldier that this isn't the first time that she's done it and that she has a plan to do it. And then she pushes too much with her little flirtatious efforts and ends up having to just leave him and deliver the rest of her goods. And you find out after this encounter that she had a lover named Baz who she met in high school. And he ended up uh, leaving and going to the war when they were going to go to college. And he ended up dying in the war. Or so it seems. Okay, so we're going to jump right into um, the setting. And so while she's on... What? Sorry, okay. So the setting is Amsterdam after the occupation, and it's presented through the eyes of the Dutch, of a Dutch girl, who is Hanneke. And it seems like the place is congested, even though many people have been sent away. This is because every time she turns a corner, there is a German soldier waiting to question her. And there are just a lot of um, people who she, see, who she thinks like shouldn't be there. Throughout the book, it is very detailed talking about the settings and some sensory details. Like, it talks about how gloomy and how broken down some buildings are and how just things haven't been the same since the uh, soldiers have invaded Amsterdam. It is during um, 1943, which is during the Second World War. So... It talks about just really just about how like the roads are dark and slick and how the rain is uh, fat, slushy drops mixed with <laughs> mixed with ice. And it's just a very detailed book overall, not leaving out any details about anything, making sure you very like just known about like where it is and like very vivid imagery. Another sensory detail that's further into the book 
is when Hanukkah goes to the, the elementary school, the Jewish, like Ham, which is a school for Jewish, for Jews. The Jewish Lycam or Lyceum, either one, it's a school for the Jewish uh, people who were living in Germany at the time, or Amsterdam at the time. And it was a segregated school because, obviously, the German soldiers didn't want the Jewish people to be with the other German people. So. Okay. Well, the, the school as she talks about, is when she goes to the school, she realizes how empty the halls were and how empty the classrooms were and how in each classroom there were only about five or six students with only one teacher. The reason she goes to the school is to find this girl named Miriam who Miss Jansen is hiding in her house. She's a Jew. Her family, all her family died, and she had to go into hiding because the German officers were looking for her. And she is the girl in the blue coat. So you find out that Miss Jansen's husband was hiding uh, Miriam and her family. Anyways, so you find out that they were being hit by Miss Jansen's husband, who was murdered while they were trying to protect each other. And Miriam was the only one who escaped the German soldiers. And um, she was taken into protection by Miss Jansen. And then we find out that she escaped somehow throughout the house. She left the house uh, while Miss Jansen was at the neighbor's house. And nobody knows how she escaped because all the ways that she could have escaped would have, like, led her to being caught by Miss Jansen and the neighbor. So, also, another thing is that in the book, when she was, like, walking in the street, she po- they point out a lot about, like, how the culture and the, the, the life there has changed also. Because, like, what? Uh, oh, my God, I'm talking. Okay. <laughs> okay. Oh, my God, you guys. Okay, so... <laughs> When they're walking down the street, like, there's, like, um, long live fur, fur, uh, which basically is, you know, um, stop, (laughs) trying to stop, okay, you know what, fine, (laughs) is it still going, yes, okay, long live, (laughs) stop, okay, sorry, um, so, the home she knew, Hanukkah, has been changed a lot. Like, when she was walking down the street, she sees, like, you know, Nazi propaganda and things like that, you know, painted across the street. And I think that that's, which, yeah. Oh, no, you can go Someone take it. <laughs> Later in... Later in the book, Hanake does mention at the funeral home that she works at, it's the funeral home, she sees how they're spray-painted Nazi propaganda, just like Aditi just mentioned. And she does mention how, I think she says, there's no use in taking it off because it's going to like show up again. So obviously there's... And she talked about how fresh the paint was, so... Fresh paint. <laughs> Fresh paint. 
And I think that the book can also be in- interpreted in like this sort of. She she's been like. She has to like grow up really fast, and you know, like she has to get a job, and she has to provide for her family, and um, also you can tell there's this sort of uh, lingering paranoia about everything. You know, like she has to, she has to make sure that everything she does is just perfect, and she makes sure she makes no mistakes, which can be really stressful. Miriam um, escaped, like, going back to when she escaped when her family died. They talk about this bathroom in the front and how it was, like, empty. And that's how she escaped because while they were killing the family, she went out, like, through... Like, she was in the front bathroom and then she left. Fresh paint. Okay, guys, um, let's talk about, like, what do you guys think of the book? I, I think like the book. It. it was really Thank good. Thank you for interrupting you. <laughs> I think the book is very good. It's very well written for the time that it was. Uh, it's being like set in. It's very detailed. Very, you can shut up. Very. It's detailed. very very detailed. There's a lot of imagery and sensory details that uh, I'm sure we could talk about. <laughs> that we just did talk about. Here he is. Haley, do you have anything to say? Awesome. Speak up, Haley. It's so detailed that you can almost imagine it in your head. <laughs> You're there, so- are very, there are long, long paragraphs of her explaining the setting. So very, very detailed. Fresh <laughs> Okay, so the book is really interesting. I think that um, it's really... um, Okay, it's... Oh my god. (laughs) It's very well researched, and I think that's really really cool because, like, there are so many, like, words and uh, places that are actually, like, you know, that were actually there, and it's, it's very well researched in that way. She did a lot of good research on the book because it's very accurate for the time that it was being set in, like I just said. Um, <laughs> yes, I did. No, don't do it. <laughs> how many? How many minutes? Is it? Okay, we need to talk about. <laughs>